Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 27 through 30, read from the New Living Translation. The apostles and the believers who are gathered together use Psalm number 2, verses 1 and 2, to acknowledge that the world will oppose the plan of God and the Messiah. The early church saw this psalm as pointing to Jesus' sonship and role as the Messiah, as well as foretelling opposition to him. Let's listen to verses 27 through 30 of Acts chapter 4, read from the New Living Translation. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand, according to your will. And now, O Lord, hear their threats, and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Again, Acts chapter 4, verses 27 through 30, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, the host of 5 Minutes in the Word. I will be the guest of the Hebrew warrior, Dr. Richard Keaton Nash, on the Breeze radio station, KSAP 96.9 LPFM, on Sunday, November the 11th at 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Give us a listen. Again, this is Acts chapter 4, verse 27 through 30. Read from the New Living Translation. And I've written a lot down, so let me get to it. The apostles uh, did not pray for divine vengeance, but that God would hear the threats that were leveled against them. And uh, Psalm 2 just envisions all types of earthly authorities opposing Jesus. Both Herod and Pilate belong to the government structure ruling over Israel. And the commentary also noted that in sad irony, in opposing God and his Messiah, the religious leaders of Israel had taken a stand with the Gentiles. And these were people who had oppressed God's people. So instead of the leaders leading the charge to say this is the Messiah, they're uh, working with those who don't believe and haven't studied the scripture and don't know what the word says. These are people who've studied the word and the scriptures all of their lives, and they know the signs that point to the Messiah. 
and Jesus is the fulfillment of the scripture. Just as God anointed David to rule Israel, Jesus is anointed to fulfill God's plan and serve as the ultimate eternal king of God's people. Just as God promised David that he'd always have an heir on the throne, and Jesus is that heir uh, that God has placed on the throne of Israel. Because um, they saw their circumstances, the believers, the apostles, and the believers who were praying to God, they saw their circumstances in light of God's word. They could recognize the wrath of man never operated outside the sphere of God's control. These enemies of Jesus could only do whatever the hand of God allowed. And we have to let that sink in. We have to recognize that, you know, sometimes things seem like, well, we know that they seem like they're out of our control, but nothing in our lives, nothing is out of God's control. And this should bring real peace, knowing that whatever comes our way has passed through God's hands first. And he will not allow even the most wicked acts of men to result in permanent damage to us. And we thank God for that. As we pray constantly for angel protection, praying, praying fervently, as the scripture says, they prayed that God would give the believers, his servants, great boldness in their preaching. And God, we pray that today. Give us great boldness in our teaching and preaching, even as we think about people in India who are facing persecution in other countries. But India just comes to mind because uh, Christians are being murdered for their beliefs. And I'm sure it's happening in more places than that. But this is the one place that uh, the voice of the martyrs focuses on in on. So as we read this, God, we are praying that you give those believers who are facing persecution, give them uh, angel protection also. Give them power and uh, let your message be confirmed by um, wonders in the name of Jesus. But let me continue. And then they ask for boldness. That so they when they spoke, uh, this request is consumed with God's cause and glory, and is not for their comfort or advancement. They ask um, not to lead, not to lead to more confrontation, and not they didn't ask for more confrontation, but they didn't ask for less either. But anyway, by stretching forth um, your hand, God, they want. Uh, miracles to continue they're not asking to do miracles themselves because they understand this all comes from the hand of God and I want to end with uh, what Matthew Henry says they their prayer is not Lord behold their threatenings and frighten them and stop their mouths and fill their faces with shame but rather their prayer was, Behold their threatening, and God give us what we need so that when we open our mouths and fill our hearts, let there be courage there. 
They did not pray, Lord, give us fair opportunity to retire from your work now that it is becoming more dangerous. But Lord, give us grace to go on in your work and not be afraid of the face of man. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the words of Matthew Henry, which encourages our hearts. He said in his prayer that your uh, apostles and believers prayed, Lord, give us grace to go on in your work and not be afraid of the face of man. God, even though we're not persecuted, we're not uh, being killed for our faith in you, there are those who want to put snares in our way. There are those who don't want your work to go forth. There are those who want to be stumbling blocks. God, in the name of Jesus, give us grace in your work so that even when there are snares, we are not afraid because, God, you go before us. And then Matthew Henry went on to say, and he and this came from Psalm number 10, 14, God, open your eyes and see, uh, because you know what they say. You see the mischief and the spite. And uh, so to you, we make our appeal. Behold their threatening, and either tie their hands or turn their hearts. Make their wrath as far as, as it is let loose to praise thee. And we're praying that for our brothers that are persecuted, Father wherever they are, whatever area they're in, in the name of Jesus. And God, as we always do, we're praying for those who need you in a special way and thanking you in advance. Prayers of healing, prayers of uh, deliverance, prayers of restoration, whatever the prayers are, we're thanking you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.